Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Another show starting, and uh, this week's guest I've had on the show before, Karen Seltz. Karen is um, Karen's a, a really amazing person. She's a founder, actually the founder, of happinessguru.net, uh, which is a company dedicated to helping women who have played it safe um, learn how to play to win. So there's kind of a shift from playing it safe to playing to win, which is really cool. Um, helping people kind of show up in a big way with their lives, um, live with purpose, and make a difference. And she helps people do that for themselves. Karen is a transformational public speaker and coach whose mission, and I have seen this in action um, in meetings, um, is to shine a light on the fears that have held women back from achieving their dreams, um, but doing it in a humorous way, uplifting and life-changing way, as opposed to being heavy-handed or shame-based or, yeah, you're doing it wrong. Try it my way because I know better. Um, yes, you can, you can laugh. I know I'm making, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I like about Karen is that she fearlessly goes through this process, um, sharing even her darkest moments of depression and addiction with openness and vulnerability. Um, and that connects her with people, I think on a very, uh, a very real basis. And it makes her both, um, approachable and listenable and inspirational at the same time, and and that's that's from personal experience, not just uh, not just from a you know from a from a biographical standpoint. Um, and here we are on our second show together in uh, in business rules with Peter Feinstein. And just you know, if, if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And um, you're aware then that, uh, you know, what, what we seek to do, uh, me and my guest, um, and it's, it's the same theme, uh, oftentimes repeated just with slightly different plots, um, entertain, inform, and do things that, uh, that examine the rules by which we live um, and sometimes cast a different light on them. Sometimes we end up talking about how we bend the rules and sometimes how we break the rules. And the real fun happens when we begin talking about how we end up rewriting the rules. And I think that's, that's very much a theme of today's show. And um, today's show is actually um, really kind of different because um, I usually have a pretty significant amount of preparation work and thought that goes into the show. And not that I haven't done a lot of thinking about it, but I have not put a whole lot, um, a whole lot of those thoughts on paper. And so, um, and don't get me wrong, and I think you can probably tell by now that the shows aren't scripted because they're not scripted. They, they meander. Um, but there are boundaries that I have set up and we go in a certain direction, and oftentimes I'll, I'll keep that, um, that focus. So we can go a little bit left, a little bit to the right, up and down and sideways and maybe backwards a little bit. But, you know, but in the end, it's something where it's, it's got some focus to it. Today's has some focus, um, but the level of preparation is, um, I think, has been a longer time coming rather than just sitting down and saying, hey, so what are we going to do for this show? Um, so 
the quantity of paperwork is a little bit different. And, um, and today's uh, more ad lib kind of experience um, starts off with uh, kind of rewriting the rules by which we live. So I've, I've tentatively named um, today's episode as applying the rules. And if you want to do air quotes, you can do that. Although someone told me that that is no longer cool to do. So I won't actually do that symbol here in the studio. Um, Too late. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I did did a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Applying the rules of A Course in Miracles to how we live our life. Um, And I was having breakfast this morning with a friend of mine, and he was talking about how most people you know, look at life a certain way, and it's through a narrowed sense of blinders, and they just plod on through and do whatever it is they're going to do, and there isn't anything much that, you know, that requires them to change their point of view um, or their patterns. And, um, and what I have found um, and what Karen and I are going to talk about, I think at some length, is how applying different lessons from A Course in Miracles, actually, if we're, if we're going to apply the lessons, requires us to shift a lot of our thinking, because, um, you know, our, you know, my thinking, and, and Karen uh, shared with me off mic, um, that one of the things that, you know, that she notices about herself is uh, that jump to judgmentalness of others, and, and that yeah. she has to work on that. Yes. Talk, talk a little bit about, um, I mean, if there's one instance in particular that comes up for you that you can, that you can hook into, that'd be, uh, that'd be really cool to, uh, to start with. Sure. Let's start there. The biggest lesson for me on a regular basis is my ex-husband. And it's really difficult for me to not judge him uh-huh. and to see him as innocent, as The Course in Miracles talks about. Sure. And... You know, when he does things that just blow my mind <laughs> from, from a logical, in air quotes, perspective, I have to really step back and say, okay, where is that me? You know, where am I projecting my yeah. stuff onto him? And sometimes it's quite a stretch. And oftentimes I cannot figure that out by myself. I have to phone a friend. Um, I take it to prayer and meditation, and sometimes I'm still too in it. You know, I'm too wrapped up in the drama mm-hmm. and in my self-righteousness, oh, self-righteous yeah. indignation, uh-huh. my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like me standing in the corner with my hands on my hips and my chest thrown out going, don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Like, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not much. I mean, always. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? It's, and I'll, I'll bet it, it, it resonates with, uh, with you listening. Um, there are a multitude of times where um, I will feel awful about having said or done something but I will be absolutely rock solid, certain, sure that I know that I am right <laughs> and that I cannot possibly afford to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. 
I'm sorry I treated you badly. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry that I actually carried the intention of wanting to hurt you. Yes. Because that little voice in my in, inside says, what do you have to apologize for? I mean, you're right. And that's that m- miraculous moment where I hear that voice and I realize to myself, I, li- I literally, sometimes I say it out loud, but oftentimes it's, it's, you know, it's to myself, I go, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize that I have literally jumped the shark and just made a complete a complete mess of a situation. I've dragged myself into hell. And the person with whom, you know, it doesn't matter who it is, my wife, my son, um, co-workers, you know, heck, the the bug guy who comes. (laughs) And, you know, and I tee off on him for for whatever reason. And he looks at me like, I have no idea what you just drank, but it couldn't have been very good. (laughs) (laughs) No one's exempt. Oh, my gosh, exactly. And, uh, and, And that's when... Uh, there is that that moment of, okay, so how do I fix this? Mm-hmm. And what I have found is that um, in the peace of asking is the, the literally the beginning of willingness to hear the answer. Absolutely. What is that? What does the answer sound like to you? Usually it's that there's part of it, that old saying, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Oh, I like that. Yeah. When we think we're right, the way I look at it, it's I am always wrong. And one of my core spiritual principles is practice being wrong. Practice it, Mm. which to me means admitting, you know what, I was, I was wrong to attack you. It doesn't matter on principle whether I was right in quotes again Uh or, or not. Yeah. It's how I treat somebody is more important. And really looking at everybody else as a part of God or my higher power or as a part of me, Mm -hmm. would I want to hurt a son of God? Would I say that if, if I truly believe that God is in every person, would I say those hurtful things to God? No, probably not. Yeah. Would I be willing to look in the mirror dead on into my own eyes and, um, and, you know, shoot myself, knife myself, pour acid on myself. Right. That too. Yeah. And the great likelihood is probably not. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. Because that would kind of suck. And that's, that's the point. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's actually, I, I I really like that a lot. And that actually, I think I'm going to bring that into, into my meditative stuff as well. And I'll bet, I'll bet that'll have a positive effect. I think I take it, um, I, I, I go there similarly, um, but it's great because it's just a slightly different perspective. And I really dig that. Speaking of slightly different perspectives, um, something that I do in almost every show, and it's usually at the very beginning, 
but it hasn't been at the very beginning today, so I'm going to do it now, is just to throw out a question that is completely apropos of nothing <laughs> in terms of the content of what we're, lo- what we're talking about. Um, so this one requires a little bit of thought. It's not a, it's not a serious brain teaser, but it, it's a brain, um, a brain worker. Ready? I'm ready. Can you name three consecutive days without using the words Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday? Three consecutive days. But not Wednesday, Friday, okay. or Saturday. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't tomorrow have... Tomorrow doesn't have a day in it. No. Um, the next day. No. Uh, I was close, though. You were close. Okay. You got You got two. Yesterday, today... Hmm. And Friday, not Friday, Thursday. But those aren't consecutive. They could be. They could be, but they aren't. Dang it. How about... How about... Wait, what's today? (laughs) Here here are the days. Come on, you can do this. Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday. Okay, so Sunday, yesterday, today. No? (laughs) <laughs> it depends what day it is. Okay, so and, and I'm I'm struggling to find that. My mind okay. said Sunday, Sunday Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Cause, oh. cause oh, is Tuesday not one of them? No. Oh, Sunday, that's why, Monday, that's why I said that's why I said listen carefully. Oh, Wednesday, th- that Wednesday, thing. Friday. But I was or thinking Saturday. outside of the box because yeah. I thought you were trying to trick me. And see, most people do, and they go like, "Oh, <laughs> this is a Mensa question, isn't it?" <laughs> I fail those. Believe me. My, my daughter would have gotten that. She has an IQ of 160. Oh my gosh. I'm not in that category. Well. Me neither, which is why I was able to get it, because I looked at it and I was like, okay, so, well, you know, it doesn't say Sunday, it doesn't say Monday, it doesn't say Tuesday. I can do those. Right. But you didn't have the piece of paper in front of you. That must be it. That must be it. So I'm going to put the piece of paper aside and I'm not going to ask those questions anymore. So we're down to... non sequiturs. (laughs) It's a great cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) We've got about, um, about two minutes till we come up to break. And um, so rather than get too deep into um, more of what we're going to talk about, because I've got three sheets of paper here that do have quite a bit of stuff on them. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to share with the people listening where they can find you online, whether it's email or a website or Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, blah, 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 blah. I literally, I think there are like 97 social media platforms out there. Um, And the only reason I know this is because when when I get a show promo card and I click share, it comes up on the screen. It's like, wow, I had no idea that there were like that many social media platforms. Where can people find you? So the easiest place is happinessguru.net. That is the easiest place. Okay. I'm on Facebook as The Happiness Guru. Okay. And I'm having a new show coming up, and that website is sacredsexualityshow.com. Cool. Yes. Sacred Sexuality. Show. Show. Sacred Sexuality Show. Dot com. Dot com. That's awesome. Now, is that going to be a video series? That will be a video interview interview series series? that will be online. That's cool. That's awesome. Yes. When is that going to start? 
I'm going to start that the end of June. Excellent. And is that going to be um, interviews with, um, with a variety of guests from all walks of life? Yes. That's really cool. All, yeah, different subjects on that topic. That's neat. Yeah, we can talk more about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yep, very definitely. So we're going to hit our break. We're going to do a couple of minutes of business, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some of the lessons in A Course in Miracles and how we apply them. Sounds be, good. Be back in two. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing. And we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week is Karen Seltz, and we've been talking about a great number of different things. We covered some serious stuff in the first the first segment. Um, I mean, gosh, lots of stuff um, from business rules to A Course in Miracles rules to stuff that you're going to be unveiling uh, online coming up um, in uh, sacredsexualityshow.com. Uh, at the end of June. Um, But before we left, we talked about when we came back, we were going to take a look at um, some of the lessons from A Course in Miracles. And if you're you're familiar with A Course in Miracles, then you may know what I'm talking about, probably. If you're not, then there are, uh, I'll tell you, there are three elements to A Course in Miracles. There is the text, which is this big honking, really thick book that Excuse me. If you look at it first time, you think, wow, that is an awesome doorstop. (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you from personal experience, that's the occupation it held for me um, off and on for the first couple of years that I actually possessed the book. Um, Because I opened the book and I looked at it and my eyes glazed over and I thought, yeah, I'm not ready for this now, even though the people who think I am are wrong. <laughs> right. No wrong. That was um, my experience as well. <laughs> um, so there's the text. And then there's the, um, the manual for teachers and students. And I think it's kind of cross-pollinated and, and together. Um, and then there's the, uh, the workbook, which are 365 or so lessons. And there's, there's review periods that are part of the lessons as well. Um, But what I do um, is something where I actually set reminders for myself, and I have a reminder app on my iPhone um, that uh, chimes or foghorns or beeps or buzzes, and my wife looks at me and she's like, that phone is constant. It's like, well, it's not (laughs) constant, but nearly, because I've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, well, like 12 or 13 or 16, something like that. 27. Yeah, different reminders. So, and, they, and they beep and do whatever at various times, intervals during an hour um, to maintain some kind of continuity and consistency and a word that I never used to apply to my spirituality, even though I felt really well connected, was constancy. And, um, and I'll be honest and tell you that, you know, even though these things chime and, and, and beep and whatever else during the course of an hour, um, the truth is I probably miss, boy, realistically, truthfully, half to two-thirds of them um, because they begin to blend into just living life. Um, but there's a great many of them that that do reach me, and, and I'll look at them on my phone, and I'll hear, and I'll remember what they are. And so I'll stop going on about that and, and actually talk about, and I'll choose, I'll choose one at random, and it says, let me be still and listen to the truth. And, uh, and so the lesson, you know, the, the language in the lesson there, because um, that's, that's the front phrase, um, that's the part that we're supposed to bring with us in our, uh, in our meditative states during the course of the day. Um, 
the words that came with it, I kind of summarized into, I extend as God extended to me, and I create as God created me. Mm. And, um, you know, and, and what I'm reminded of is the word love. Because in A Course in Miracles, um, you know, the, 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 the concept is, and it's, you know, I've found it to be true that thoughts don't leave their source. They extend hmm. from their source. And so if God created me, um, and if God is love, and I think most people, well, many people will, will take that point of view of God as being, being love. And so if God is just love, and God extends and creates through what he is, which is love, then I am a product of his love, and, and you are a product of his love. And so um, it's, it's really important for me that I remember that, you know, if I'm in my right mind and, uh, and letting myself be guided by God, that I am extending and loving the way uh, he did for me and that I am therefore creating just like he created. Yes, and the be still part allows you to get back to your right mind if you're not uh, in it. Because I, I wander. Yeah, and the ego mind never considers itself. Talk about that. So if you're in ego mind and you stop to take a look at your behavior, Mm-hmm. That part that's examining that is not ego. That's a, the true part of yourself, the higher self that says, oh, that might not be contributing to my happiness. <laughs> or I might not be thinking with God, or I might not be in right-mindedness. But what if you're abusing yourself and saying, I'm such a piece of crap, or da-da-da-da-da-da-da, anything that you know, kind of kicks your own butt? That would be the ego then, wouldn't it? That would be. Okay. But that's not necessarily considering. It's not being considerate or considering the truth. Sure. Really, because that can't be the truth because of what you just said. Gotcha. You are love. Yep. Gotcha. If I'm in that, you know, beating myself up spiral, Mm -hmm. I'm always reminded of that Einstein quote, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Yeah. So I almost always have to call somebody and say, you know, I've forgotten who I am. I've forgotten the truth and I need to be reminded. Yeah. Remind me. Yeah. Cause that's it. I, I can't be other than that, that I was created to be. Right. I can forget. And I do. I have a great forgetter. This <laughs> is <a> well-practiced. <laughs> It's like having a great memory in reverse. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can definitely and see that's that. That's why those reminders are so great. You know, you have them on your phone, and if you forget for a few minutes or seconds, the reminder pops up, and you're like, oh, like one of mine is, I am as I was created. Exactly. That's actually today's. Oh. Yep. Really. Yep. That's one of mine that's on my phone all the time. That is the basis of today's lesson. Today's lesson is. Or was that yesterday's? Gosh, I'd have to look at my phone. And I'm not going to do that because it's over there and I'm right here. Um, well, I am 
Actually, it is today's. I am still as God created me. And it's funny, that word still um, means something completely different than still mind. Um, You know, that word still um, covers all time. Yes. It's, there's no past, there's no future, it's always just the present. Yes. And uh, so I am still exactly as God created me. As love. As love, exactly. That's, um, that's, yeah, that's the core of it. And it's, you know, what's, what's so amazing uh, for me is um, in remembering that, I get free of all the crazy stuff that my brain wants to tell me. Um, I remember sitting in a meeting and uh, having a friend say, yeah, my brain is out to get me. And I remember laughing and thinking, it's like, <laughs> dude, you know, that's just so wrong. And I have no idea where you get this stuff from. And then I thought about it and I thought, and it took me probably, it, you know, it was, it was probably a few months where I began to realize it's like, oh, yeah, my brain is definitely not my buddy. Hmm. My brain would, my brain, not my mind, my brain really wants me to suffer and tells me all kinds of stories. But it's when I get beyond my brain, and so in, in that lesson, let me be still and listen to the truth, I realize that there's only two voices. One of them is me, and the other is God, which sounds kind of like I'm trying to compete with God. And, uh, and the truth is, and, and of course, in Miracles talks about this, and it's also the basis for a lot of other of the lessons, um, is that I do compete with God. I, I seriously would love to be God. And for many, for many decades, truly did believe that I was it. Right. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> but is that, if the truth of who you are is really love, is that other voice you? Um, it's, it's the illusion. It's that it's, um, and, and and of course the miracles talks about that at some length and at various times where it's, it talks about the, uh, uh, the illusion of separation. So, you know, yeah, I think I'm thinking that I'm me, but in fact, that's impossible. Um, which, yeah. you know, you get, you get to a metaphysical level, which is what that's all about. And, I mean, you could run yourself ragged yes. if you want to get into a logical argument about it. But only the ego cares about that. And that's why, um, you know, when someone wants to argue the point on something like that, it's like, yeah, I can only tell you what works for me. And listening to that first voice, which is always the one that wants to, you know, punch through a wall <laughs> and have its way and be right. Um, you know, that's the one that I have become more and more accustomed to and willing to dismiss. Yes. Um, I, it reminds me of a saying, the ego speaks first mm-hmm. and loudest. Yes. So it's like you said, it's all, that first voice is usually the ego and it's usually wrong and will lead me to some type of suffering if I follow it. Yeah. So it's... It's taking the time to actually get still once I hear that loud voice and to listen to the softer voice, the softer, gentler voice. Exactly. 
Exactly. So here's, um, here's another lesson, and, and this is something that, uh, that we talked about. Um, it says, forgive, and I will see this differently. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, that's, that's probably the lesson that I see pop up on my phone um, with the second most amount of frequency for whatever reason, like I need to remember forgiveness or something. I say that snidely um, and, uh, and kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of um, uh, sarcastically. Back to that judgment piece. Yeah, exactly. It's like, forgive? What are you talking about, forgive? I don't need to forgive. Um, but, um, you know, I think about that and, uh, you know, forgiveness for the longest amount of time uh, me uh, had me as, well, I'm better than you, so I'll take the high road on this, and I'll forgive you for, you know, for your wrongdoing and, uh, and you know, and have that sanctimonious self-righteousness. Yes. And, um, and how, do you, how do you use this? I do my best to do my best being the the key phrase there Mm -hmm. to really when I have judgment or when I think somebody has really wronged me Mm -hmm. to try to see them through the eyes of God. And if that doesn't work for me, I try to see them as children, as a little child. And then it's so much easier for me to forgive whatever thing that I think happened. There's the that key. I think that happened. Exactly, <laughs> that you think happened. That your brain told you yes. happened. And your brain is the ego. Yeah. It lies. It sure does. It, it lies. I mean, it, it never tells the truth. And so if it tells you to think that something happened... Um, I love, you know, you're, you're reframing it into, you know, something as innocent and as, uh, as simple and, and lovable as a child. Yeah. Um, because then it's something where it's like, oh, yeah, I can see this differently. It's, I mean, it's, it's just that easy. It really is. And if, I mean, if I'm in some type of a conflict with someone or even if I am perceiving that they did something wrong to me, it's not their highest self that yeah. is committing such an act. It, it's some younger part of them that's acting from fear or hurt or anger. Or, you know, some some root of fear. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's a really interesting point. We're going to take a break here. And when we come back, um, I'm going to run through a couple of these lessons. Um, and instead of us talking about the theoretical stuff, um, I'm going to have you talk about um, specific instances in which you've applied them. Um, and, you know, whether it's, you know, personal or professional, um, so that people have a sense of, of you know, the rules yeah, and, how we use it. and how we use them. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. In other words, stay right here.
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Karen Seltz. That was pretty darn fast, wasn't it? It was. I mean, two minutes speeds by. Yeah, snap the finger. That just that fast. So before the break, we talked about taking some of the lessons from A Course in Miracles and kind of freewheeling on how we apply them to everyday life. Um, and that may involve having to be hit over the head by them a couple times. You know, I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, getting hit by like a, a spiritual two by four, um, <laughs> which comes up and, bring, you know, it elicits a really interesting, uh, a really interesting uh, uh, visual image in my mind. But we won't go there. But instead, we'll go here. <laughs> One of the lessons is only infinite patience produces immediate effects. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I am rolling my eyes at that one. (laughs) Come on, groove on it. You know you can do something I don't think I've gotten to that one. (laughs) Well, but it's it's supposed to be something we practice. Yes. I, I have this child who tests this on me every day. Yeah. Every day. And there are days when I fall short in my spiritual practice. So if I skip a day of prayer and meditation, uh, chances are I do not practice this lesson. And my daughters will say to me, Mommy, did you meditate today? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So I'll give you an example. Please. 
So I always loved and appreciated peace and quiet. And I have this child that is anything but that. <laughs> she's confrontational. She's, you know, uh, oppositional. Yeah. And she wants what she wants when she wants it. And she has special needs, so it's not necessarily a trainable thing. Mm. So it's a screaming voice. I want this. You know, I want, it used to be when she was little, it would be ice. I want ice. But I trained myself from the beginning, number one, never to give in to that, and number two, to reframe it. So my question to her is always, excuse me? The same exact way, excuse me? And she will reframe. She will say, may I have ice, please? Oh. <laughs> Every time. But still, now she's 10, and she still does it. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> It screams in my face, and I'll be like, yeah, jump. (laughs) And it still, you know, has a physiological reaction in my body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That can test your patience. It does. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny when, when this pops up or when it comes up as a, um, as the actual lesson itself, um, it almost always catches me in a moment where I have, either contemplated or actually been, you know, full on in a moment of impatience. And I look at, yeah, exactly. And I look at it and I think, so easy. (laughs) And yet, so astonishingly challenging. (laughs) Right? I mean, for me, it's a direct correlation to my spiritual condition and, and how much time I've put in to my spiritual connection. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be on the phone with, uh, with a client or, um, or a vendor, and we'll be talking about a process that we want to be going through. And we've gone through, um, you know, a list of, you know, six things that we want to get accomplished. And, you know, and, and then one of them will we'll say in the conversation, okay, so, you know, our first thing is blah, blah. And invariably, it disagrees with what I perceive to be mm. the first thing. And, you know, it's, it's in that moment where it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, I, it, it, becomes, it becomes a different version of patience where it's like grin and bear it, mm. which is not patience. It is, it is my brain. It's my ego. Um, and, you know, what's really interesting is I can, I can count the number of times in the last month um, where it's happened, and then this lesson pops up, and it's like, oh, so I should be doing this all the time, because infinite patience means never-ending. Mm. How do I do that? And, and that's, you know, that's always... Um, that's always the challenge. How um, do you do it? Well, first and foremost, I, I don't apply it infinitely or universally. But the practice of it helps me see situations, sometimes usually in retrospect, where I have applied it mm. and, and seen that you know, that my reaction was a laugh 
um, or, you know, or, or just a smile and, you know, and just, you know, just a letting, a letting go. And I realized that this really works. I mean, I'm not giving myself a pat on the back because it's something where God is, is working through me because exactly because I mean, it's not something that I do on my own because on my own, that's not how I am. I am impatient. It is my chief human defective, uh, defective character and leads to a litany of my others. I am with you. I think that's why I got this child. (laughs) (laughs) Practice, practice, practice. God has a sense of humor. (laughs) But it's something where, you know, I look at that and think, wow, I mean, if I did it in that instance, you know, then all I need to do is be willing and it will happen in another instance. And, And that's the part of it that resonates with me and helps me. And, and it's something where it guides me so that in that next phone conversation or that next in-person conversation or meeting, you know, I'm, I'm not seeking to trample, but instead seeking to understand. Yes. Um, that's for me, probably the single biggest benefit of applying patience is it, you know, it, it causes me to be still and to listen, um, and to, seek comprehension as opposed to getting my point across. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's just a, a huge deal. Um, another lesson that comes up and boy, it, you know, it takes a completely different tact. Um, it takes a look at um, that, I would say, unconscious or certainly undercurrent of um, a feeling of guilt that that we possess and that we go through life with, and that appears to be the cause of a lot of our insanity. Um, and many people, I think, will will recoil from that and go, "I don't feel guilty for nothing." Um, and I get that because. I've been there, and that's my ego, you know, deflecting, which is what it is expert at doing. Yes, absolutely. Um, But one of the most beautiful lessons is my sinlessness is guaranteed by God because I am only as God created me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of those things where, I mean, literally in, in a sentence, I can dismiss out of hand all the BS that my ego feeds me. Yes. That one takes a while because I think, at least in this country, we're brought up the original sin. Right. You know, we are sinners. We are born sinners. We will die sinners. Um, and the Course dispels that. And that one takes a while to, to really seep into the soul and into the consciousness because, you know, there's still times when... I think that I'm, I did something bad, therefore I am bad. Mm. And Unforgivable. Yes. Yeah. And it, it takes a little doing, you know, to, to really go deep into that and to ask to see myself through God's eyes. And then to remember these types of lessons, you know, my sinlessness is guaranteed by God. Mm. 
Yeah. I yeah. love that one. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, um, you know, it, there's, an, there's an aspect to it. You know, it's, it's condensed down into one sentence, but within that thought um, is the embracement of the fact that I make mistakes. And God, God understands and forgives mistakes, especially um, and thoroughly as I bring them to him. If I keep something hidden, then he is literally unable to put his light on it and correct it and fix it. And I don't mean correction like, you know, like taking out a ruler and whacking my knuckles. Right. Um, but correcting by saying, you know, I understand. And do you think there's another way of looking at this? That's, that's correction from as I experience God. Um, I love when you say that because I've heard you say that before in meetings and, and that's, that just sums up everything so beautifully. And it's what I hear. Yes. Um, because there's no shame to it. Yeah. There is actually a complete sense of worthwhileness to that. I've got the creator of all asking me, little, little Peter, you know, bump on a log, Peter, if I think there might be a different way of looking at this. That tells me that God has unending faith in me to hear and understand the real answer. And it, wow. it, 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 yeah. blow, it blows me away. Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, it because, blows me away. Because that's what we're all here. We all want to matter. Yeah. We all want significance. Yep. And when you get it down, you know, deep in your soul that you and God are one, you can't help but feel, yes, I matter. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really a beautiful, uh, a, a beautiful lesson. Um, and it's it it comes from that sense of, you know, making that logical jump from my sinlessness is guaranteed by God because I am only as God created me. Um, you know, the person who would be a doubter on that, you know, would you know would say, well, what about all the you know all the ways I fuck up? Pardon my French, and I can say that here because it's not the FCC stuff. It's just <laughs> you know, it's it's the internet. Um, and the answer is because God recognizes. Um, the mistakes we're willing to bring to him and corrects them instantly with his love and understanding. Um, and and that's, that's why sinlessness is guaranteed because he understands there is no sin. There's a world of mistakes. Yeah. And he can, he can change mistakes into literally nothing with just a single thought. Which it's is amazing. It is. It is truly remarkable. So, and the, I always think about every choice that I make that doesn't lead to my happiness. Uh huh. God will use that to lead to my growth. That's. It, it's funny that you would say that because, um, I think like a great many people who first pick up A Course in Miracles um, and begin to read some of the concepts, there's that, like, how could this possibly apply 
to me as a human being. And it, you know, the, the truth in it is um, that, um, and again, you know, this is from, this is from the book, um, you, can, you can call it anything you want, um, you know, but from within A Course in Miracles, it talks about the Holy Spirit um, takes every single thing in this world, human, living, and non-living, and with our willingness, repurposes it to God's purpose. And so even the worst of the mistakes, the worst of the errors, can be reframed into something that can be put to, you know, the ultimate good use. And yeah. that's, and that's, and that's huge. Um, the, um, and I think we'll, we'll, we'll actually finish with this last one and, uh, would love, uh, if you've got a story to go with it, uh, we can, we can wrap with that. Um, I am under no laws, but God's. Mm. What does that say to you? Boy, I'm trying to think of a story for that. I can think about my driving. No, <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive 65, except that wasn't what it was. <laughs> God's, God guarantees my sinlessness. I can drive as fast as I want. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank, Peter. You go. Okay. Do you have a story? Um, you know, I don't know that I have a story necessarily, um, but I can relate it to um, to a way in which I kind of exist, and, and, and we'll kind of cap it with this. I make up in my mind, with my brain, all kinds of preconceived notions and conditions, and I set them up as laws by which I then go out and live my life that I'm deserving of this. I'm entitled to that. Yes. They wronged me this way. They aren't my, they aren't my friend. I, they, you know, they, they do this, they do that. Life should be fair. Life should be fair, and it's not. But in truth, um, and we'll finish with this, I am under no laws but God's. It's kind of like saying it's impossible for me to create a God before God because God is all there is. Mm. Wow, that's pretty... That's pretty huge. And that gives people something to contemplate. Absolutely. And that's where we're going to end today's show, because that's what we want you to do is contemplate. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being my guest again, Karen. Thank you for having me, Peter. It it's, was great. It's I such always a pleasure. enjoy it. Exactly. Have a great day. We'll be back next time with more Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Take care. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.